You are now listening to the Doula Road Trip Podcast. My name is Jarielle and I am a certified doula. After a quick and unsuccessful start in the birth industry over six years ago, I am returning in order to turn my passion into my career. In this show, I am going to share with you my journey and my hopes is that we together can start up and stay up doing the work that we absolutely love. This podcast will be a resource, it will be a tool, and it will also be a point of reference for you as you start your journey into birth work. I want to share everything that I wish I knew before I started and answer some frequently asked questions that constantly pop up in birth work even now six years later. I would love for you to be able to find inspiration, to find community, and to also be encouraged that the work that you love can absolutely be the work that you do for the rest of your life if you want. So let's go ahead and get into the show. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Doula Road Trip Podcast. So this year, I want to really dive more into business. I feel like you guys love the business topics last year. And so often, especially for me as a visionary, I know that systems and tools and the things that we're putting in place in order to make our business run smooth are difficult to do, right? Mm -hmm. So I have this giant idea, but I don't really know, like, what do I need in order to pull this off? And it can be overwhelming, all of the options that you have and pricey sometimes too, because all of these subscriptions come with the monthly amount that you have to pay. So I'm so excited that we have an expert on the podcast today who can break all of that down for us and help us to narrow our journey and make sure that as we start up in our businesses that we can stay organized and we can stay stress-free. So Neka Roberts is going to be our special guest today. So Neka, thank you so much for being a part of the podcast. And I would love it if you could just introduce yourself, tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hey, Jariel. Thank you for having me on. It's such a pleasure to talk to all of you. And amazing to see so many budding entrepreneurs and shaking your, your, your skill set and your expertise and bringing it to market and yeah. helping people in that way, spreading your message around. Uh, my name is Annika Roberts, and I am really an operations consultant. I work with primarily established um, coaches and creatives who have teams, I help them to stop being the bottleneck in their business by designing systems that back their brilliance. And, but I wanted to talk to all of you today because it helps to put in good foundations when you're starting your business so that you don't have the problems that I see with entrepreneurs later down the road when you get everything set up. Yeah, so let's start off at the beginning, right? Tell us a little bit about like why you like systems. Like how did you end up noticing that like entrepreneurs are being the bottleneck of their business and then what got you interested in being the systems guru to help them solve that problem? So I've had two um, career paths. I, I have like 20 years experience in both. On mm -hmm. one career path, I was in corporate and I was a systems analyst in corporate, which means that I helped to implement, I helped to look at processes, at 
data analysis, at everything that is behind the scenes in a business to see how it runs and put in systems to help it run more efficiently. Um, I did that uh, a lot, a lot. Uh, one of the company, I'll, I'll highlight one of the projects that I worked on. We brought in like $20 million in the first year of the project that we were working on and was a systems, putting systems in place. So that's the type of the work that I had um, in my career. And then at the same time, I started in the online business or in the online world back in like 2002, again, about 20 years ago. Wow, crap, it is 20 years now. <laughs> yeah. So about 20 years ago. So my ex-husband and I um, started a plus size lingerie store online. This was before social media, before Facebook. Things were really simple. It was a wild, wild west. Um, we started off learning about SEO and then um, WordPress came on the scene and we started blogging to boost our, um, our, our rankings for the Plus Size Laundry Store. So I learned about content marketing, doing that. I had my own blog and then I was a life coach for five years um, in between. And so I know, uh, and when I was a life coach, what I realized with a lot of my peers and colleagues was that they were excellent coaches, excellent life coaches, but they really didn't get the systems behind the business. And I had a lot of that from um, working in the corporate world and understanding how business systems work. And so I started helping them with their systems. And then it were like, oh, all of a sudden I was like, oh, well, maybe I'm not supposed to be a life coach. Maybe what I need to be doing is more on the business side. And I decided to focus on this, the, um, the systems, the order, the rituals of your business and how you build it so that it lasts. So that it's, it's, it moves beyond being a hobby to something that can sustain your life. It moves to being your livelihood and then it moves to being the livelihood for other people. So you start hiring and you start um, gathering your team together and you expand in that way. So when the system is put into a small business, tell us a little bit about like what the entrepreneur can see as like the benefits of having that system put into their business. And then we can talk a little bit about different types of systems that you may need in your business to accomplish different tasks. Okay. So actually I will start with for beginning for all entrepreneurs, there's basically I call it three plus one, three plus one systems that you have to have in your business. The first one is your lead gen. You have to have a way to bring leads into your business. A lot of people today are using social media, whether it be Instagram or TikTok, Clubhouse, Facebook, whatever you're doing to get people to notice you, to get people to start following you. You need a place to gather those people. So you might have an email list or a Facebook group where you're gathering them. And you just basically, you need that stream that, that whatever you do, you're doing for that stream is your lead gen system. So this doesn't require, it doesn't require any fancy tools. It doesn't require any, um, you to do a subscription for anything. Don't get caught up in all of that. Basically your lead gen system is basically getting people to notice you and telling them what you do and educating them on you and yourself and what you do. That's what, that's what your lead gen is. The next system is your sales system. So how are you going to convert this person? It's kind of like circling in your orbit 
to somebody who actually buys from you, right? That's where your money gets generated. It's like you're converting somebody that's a lead to somebody who is actually a customer or a client of yours and you're getting them to buy. Again, this does not have to be complicated. This is just kind of like um, maybe you're, you're setting up a call with them. You have to have a way for them to pay you. So, uh, and you probably want to send them a contract. So you have an agreement to work with them. So very simple. Again, you want, a, 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 I'll say that again. You want a way to, um, to set up a call so that you can qualify them. You might have a questionnaire. You want a way for them to pay you. That's very, very important. And you want a, to set up a contract. So you have an agreement of how you're going to work together. Um, I typically recommend specifically HoneyBook for this because it is that one tool that can get all of that stuff. Um, it also includes a calendaring. So you, if you need to set up calls with your clients, you can do that. And it's about $40 a month. So it's really very simple. It, but that's the tool. That is not the system. system. The system is you're taking that lead, you're qualifying that lead somehow, you're getting them to get into an agreement with you, they're paying you, and then you start to work with them. That's the system. The tool can change. It could be HoneyBook, could be Dubsado, could be Acuity and a host of other things. So don't get caught up in the tools. It could be as simple as just, you know, you're in your DMs. It doesn't have to be very, very complicated, especially when you're first starting out. Keep it as simple as possible. The third system, so we had lead gen, is getting people in your circle, getting people to notice you. The second one is the sales, converting them from a lead to an actual client. The third one is delivery. How are you going to um, deliver your service? So for doulas, I think I'm talking to, your service is being with a mom. So you might have um, a scheduler to set up pre, like pre-birth pre meetings with your mom. You might have post-birth meetings with your mom. You might have a way for them to communicate with you. You might be using Fox or something like that. Um, pretty much that's, you know, again, simple, very, very simple. And then the plus one is your support. So that's where if you are an experienced doula, and let's say you, you have an agency, for example, or if you don't have an agency, but you have high-end high -end clients and you have some people working with you, your support system, that's the one that's the container that's trying, like think of it as the bowl for the other three, is what kind of knits your business together and what makes sure that things doesn't fall through the cracks. It's um, mostly run by your team and not by a tool. Um, it's like, you know, if you're going to be doing launches, for example, if you change your business model and you're gonna start doing launches, that's where you're gonna need that support system. That's when that, comes, that becomes very, very important. Let me ask you this. So where do brand new people begin when they're thinking about putting in a system, right? Say for instance, the system is lead generation, right? And so mm -hmm. we want to put together a system that will allow us to constantly attract like expecting moms if we're a birth doula, right? And that's the mm -hmm. goal. But you may not know like what steps to take. So if I'm putting together that system for the very first time in my business, like does it start with like, me mapping out like 
content, like what do I want to post on social media? Um, and then the tool that will allow me to stay consistent with posting. And then like what happens next? You see what I mean? Like what are mm-hmm. really the steps that you go through in order to figure out like how to put in your first system in your business? Gotcha. So, um, you know, I, I am very, very strong in having order in your business. Um, that's how I think of systems. I tend to not make, and, I, I, and I'm very, very strong on simplicity and not making things complicated. So it's very important as a beginning business person to focus on the income, the revenue generation for your business and not get caught up in trying to get the right tools. If you know what I'm, I'm talking about, does that, that make sense? So as a doula, I would say, keep your system simple. In fact, I would say right now, do the thing, do the thing, make the mistake, and then your system comes out of that. So when I talk to my experienced business owners, I look for how they do things in their business that works for them, And then we build a system around that. If you're beginning and you're not sure like where to start, like where, where, what do you even mean by lead generation, right? Then the thing to do what lead generation talks about is about is getting the attention of the people that you want to get. So where are you going to find those people? That's part, that becomes part of your system. Start to think about brainstorming. Where can I find expecting moms? Where do they hang out? They're probably on Pinterest picking things for their baby room. If you, you know, like that, that might be one place. They might be on Instagram doing the same thing. They might be doing a more board. They might be in groups for expecting moms. That's where you might find them. Then you want to think about, well, now that I know all of these expecting moms, how am I going to get them to talk to me? How am I going to, how, how am I going to start conversing with them? That may be as simple, again, as messaging them back and forth in, um, on, on whatever social media platform you're on. If you're on Facebook, it might mean when you friend them, you want to make sure that on your page, there's lots of stuff about expecting moms and about you being a doula. You want to make sure that your page is really not so much about like everything that's happening in your life because they don't. They don't know what you're doing, right? You just met them in a group and then they come to your page and your page is now all about, I don't know, food or I I know I take trips a lot. So travel and food. If you look at my page from the last, from the beginning of this year, it's like coldness and it's not really about systems. So when you come, when somebody comes to your page, make it about being a doula, make it about what can they expect as an expecting mom? Why should they hire a doula? Why is that important? Make it about about what is what is important to the person that's landing there. What do they need to see in order to start engaging in that conversation with them? System-wise, you're going to start experimenting with those two things. Where can I find my people? How can I get their attention? How can I educate them? Where do I like to educate them? And then... How do I get them from, say, hanging around me to asking to work with me? How does that happen? You're going to learn what works for you then. So I'm not going to be able to tell you. There are many different ways that you can do this. And there are many coaches on this particular topic. But what I can say to you is 
start experimenting and figuring it out and finding your way because you're you're gonna know what works for you and one size does not fit all for that when i talk about systems i'm talking about once you've established a way of doing things then now we can start to write it down and codify it and pass it on to other people so that they can pick it up and start working with it does that that make sense yeah it makes a lot of sense let me ask you this how long should you experiment with something before you pick like what is working for you because i know that sometimes when you're an early entrepreneur especially for me like i don't know okay say for instance i invest in like you said before seo right which is search Mm -hmm. engine optimization which is basically like trying to figure out how to get in the like network and on the radar of people who are looking to buy what you have to offer Mm -hmm. And if you're experimenting with SEO, like how long do you experiment before you say, okay, now I can go back and reflect and see what's working for me? Because I know sometimes it's like, do you do three months? Do you do six months? How Mm -hmm. much money do I put into this before I say, okay, this isn't working or, you know, try something else and sort of pivot like that can be hard to determine. Do you have any advice for that? Mm -hmm. So in the beginning, I would say um, spend your time, not your dollars. Um, if you're going to spend dollars, spend it on working with a coach to work, to help you as opposed to trying to get ads or anything like that. And the reason for that is because in the beginning, you're not sure about your messaging, your positioning, um, how to reach your people. This is what you're learning, right? So if you're spending ads, I always tell people tools make good systems run very well and they make and, and so they, they produce more for you. And tools make bad systems run very well also and run you into the ground. So, so um, you want to make sure that you have a solid system before you start putting a tool on it or starting investing funds in it. I know that that's probably against a lot of, um, of messaging that you may get from coaches, but what you want, the thing that you want to invest in is your coach and somebody to help you build your business as opposed to a, a lot of tools and ads are an absolute no-no at the beginning, <laughs> absolutely, because you do not know what, um, what marketing messages and what positioning you need to get somebody to click on your stuff or to, to buy your things. So then your, to your question, you're talking about how long should you be experimenting with something before you say, eh, I don't want to do that. So mostly, I'm assuming you're building your business organically and um, you're using content marketing or social media marketing. What you're wanting to do is 90 days of consistent effort. Be honest with yourself. Did you do it every day for the 90 days? (laughs) Did you do it accurately for the 90 days? And did you do it with consistent effort for the 90s did you put your all into it for the 90s it's not kind of like oh well i did it two times a week or that's the sort of your first you know like you think of systems also as the habits that you're putting into your business what habits are you building to put content out there that is as long as you're consistent that starts starts with your first system so Give it 90 days of consistent, dedicated effort, concerted effort. Then you could make a a decision on whether you want to continue doing that or not. 
Also, I want to say that usually what happens is that you do the 90 days of effort and then like probably about day number, I don't know, 35 to 50, you're thinking this is awful. I don't want to do it anymore. I can't, I can't, I can't. Go through that process. Just keep at it. Keep moving. You do not know who's looking at you. You don't know who's watching, who's looking to make sure that you're a consistent person, right? Can they trust you? These people are trusting you with their lives, with their child's life, um, with their families, with their secrets. So can you be a consistent person is what they're looking to see. So give it 90 days. Be very, very consistent. Be truthful about your consistency and, your, and be honest with yourself and then decide if you want to go forward. Um, one more thing, because I, I mentioned this, I mentioned habits, right? And I know in the early, earlier question, you talked about how can people put systems in? So there are three ways that I look at systems as starting with habits. Um, as, a, as a solopreneur, you're building habits. Those things become the rituals in your business and those rituals become your systems going on down the road. So start with strong habits in your business. What are some of the habits that you have as an entrepreneur in your business that you think have made you successful and brought you to this point? Um, I would say posting every day is one thing. And I also reach out. I have like an, an hour of reach out that I do with people in DMs every day. So those two things probably um, has helped me build my business and build like build relationships where people can spread my message for me or they work with me, they can recommend for me. Um, and also the consistent posting means that one, my community is on Facebook, on my personal page. And two, if clients or, um, or referrals come there, they can see what I'm about very, very easily. Love that. Okay, so recommendation for people who are just starting out and they do have a bootstrap budget for starting their business. Um, mm -hmm. What sort of tools do you recommend that every new service-based entrepreneur put into their business ASAP? Mm. So you want a tool that is going to give you a way to track your leads. Um schedule with them, schedule calls with them, do sales calls with them. So you probably need Zoom for that. Um, you want a way to invoice them when they decide to say yes and a way to do their contract, right? Those things. There's one tool that I use that does all of that, especially if you're in the US, it's called HoneyBook. Um, if you're in the U.S., you only need that one. And if you work with U.S. customers, if you're working with customers outside of the U.S., you probably need to add um, Calendly to it because you need international, um, international time slots for scheduling. That and Google is Google, Zoom, HoneyBook, pretty much. You can build a business with that. If you absolutely, absolutely want to put in a, a web page, do a one-pager on um, Squarespace and you'll be fine there. So HoneyBook for handling, um, for tracking your leads, handling your sales process, handling delivery as well. Mm -hmm. Zoom is a must for talking to people 
Um, Google is your best friend for Google Docs and spreadsheets um, and probably a whole lot more, but that's probably all you're going to need for now. And your email is through them and Squarespace for your site. You can do a one-page site and, and get started. What um, payment system processor are you connecting to HoneyBook? Because usually you have to have like a Stripe or a Moon Clerk or mm. a PayPal or some sort of container that holds the payment in. So what do you use to connect that to HoneyBook? That's the thing about HoneyBook. They are the payment processor as well. So you don't need a separate payment processor. So HoneyBook, um, it replaces your calendar if you're in, in the U.S. So you won't have to use a Acuity or any other scheduler. It replaces your contract tool. You won't need EcoSign. You'll sign contracts within HoneyBook. If you're wanting to do a form for people to fill in like an intake form, you can do that in HoneyBook as well. So you won't have to do type form or something else like that. If you're wanting to do um, for your payment processing, it includes the payment processor. So you're not going to have to worry about Stripe or PayPal or anything. The reason why I, I highly recommend it is because most coaches, doulas, creatives, um, you're, you're not very tech savvy. I started off as a programmer in my um, life and I don't want to program things. <laughs> so I don't want to try to string things together and, and program it. So that's the reason why I highly recommend HoneyBook for it. If you're wanting to use another tool like Dubsado, Dubsado does a lot of plug and play and you're probably gonna need to hire somebody to set it up for you. HoneyBook, you could use somebody to hire to set it up for you, but everything is in one place in HoneyBook and you're not gonna need much else. Now, I wanna talk specifically about this because a lot of budding entrepreneurs start off and they wanna get all the shiny objects. It's like, oh, I need, you know, like I need Kajabi or I need ConvertKit, I need, you know, like they get caught up in questions about whether to use ConvertKit or, or um, Flowdesk or, or MailChimp or whatever. Don't get caught up in those questions. Your number one priority is income generation. You need a way to talk to your people, to get them to notice you and to convert them from being in your space to becoming a customer. At least until you get to about six figures, you can build a six figure business on this alone so focus on that not on the tools the tools will not do it for you i promise you they won't they won't do the thing for you they will not get you the leads they will not get you the sales you're gonna have to build those skills separately okay so you think that use honeybook and then once you make like your first six figures then you can go ahead and maybe think about other tools that you can use, but it's okay to use HoneyBook from beginning to scale to six figures. Yeah, HoneyBook, okay. um, Google, um, you Zoom. basically need, you, you need a way to talk to people. You need scheduling, invoicing, payments, um, yeah. a, a form, and you probably need some other, you probably have some other documents that you give to your people. You can put that yeah. in Google Docs and give it to them. Okay. Try to stay simple. Focus on income generation, not on the shiny, on the shiny things. 
What mistakes do you um, think that you made as a new service-based entrepreneur and that you see other new service-based entrepreneurs making that maybe people can learn from? Oh, I spent a lot of time trying to get things right and trying to use the right tools. Mm -hmm. I spent a lot of money, quite frankly, on that. And that's the reason why I'm always like, if I'm talking to people who are on their way to six figures, I always talk about keeping things simple because you want to focus your energy on your lead gen and on your sales and, and then and on your delivery as well. But you're, what I find is we're very good at delivery. We're very good, you know, like we're experts at what we do, but the skills that we need to, to learn are lead gen and sales. So focus on getting those skills, being very good at those two things, let go of, of having to get it right because you're going to make some mistakes and let go of trying to find the right tools also. What advice do you have about leveling up sales? Like what helped you to become better at sales as an entrepreneur and as somebody who was serving, right, in a few different industries? Because you actually started out in retail, like online retail, actually. Mm -hmm. And then you moved to life coaching, which is a service. And now you're doing like systems. So systems. now it's two back-to-back -back online service-based businesses after doing an online like product-based business. So what really helped you like to figure out um, your sales and how to get better at sales? Um, I'm still actually getting better at sales. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but what I've noticed, what I've learned is to learn uh, what's important to my clients and what may be dressed up as somebody saying no is really them having a, a legitimate concern for their business. So Mm. Uh, for example, you may be a doula, you're a doula, right? And you might be working with young moms, millennial moms, and might be their first kid. So they're very, very afraid of everything. And if you're a doula, um, I don't know what the rates are, but let's say that your rate is like $5,000 for pre and post care. Mm. That's a big chunk of cash to someone to do that, to, to say, hey, I want to do that, to, to invest in this, because they're really very concerned about everything having to do with this bird. So right. your job as a doula is to understand that concern and, and acknowledge it and address it with the person and mm -hmm. say, hey, yes, this is a large investment, but um whatever you're you're bringing to the table I, I'm, I'm not a doula so I can't really say <laughs> so yeah. so you know you they want to have that care um as they for their baby that's why they're seeking a doula and not just trying to do it on their own they want to know that they are cared for they want to know that their household is cared for they want to know that if they make this investment that it's really will help them and their family as opposed to kind of money down the drain, if you will. So it's a legitimate concern. It's not something to say, oh, no one, no one wants to work with me. That's not, that's not what's happening. It's really about everybody has their legitimate concerns. So that's what you want to get good at is finding what they are, understanding them, acknowledging them, and then addressing them afterwards. 
I think that's the biggest one is don't be afraid of the no's um, and listen to what the no is. Like, why are they saying no? Ask them, you know, mm-hmm. why did, why they, they're deciding not to. And then you can get better at saying those things before they come to the fall, as opposed to when they're on the fall. I love that. Um, let me ask you, is there anything that you wanted to share as we come to a close? I feel like you dropped so many gems already, um, especially like the Honey Book um, gem. I feel like I didn't even know that like all of that was wrapped into that program. Um, you've been mm-hmm. decided, oh, it's a beast of a program and I'm totally overwhelmed and trying to decide if I should hire somebody or quit it all together. But I don't want to because my contracts are already uploaded in it. But yeah. I don't want to learn something new. So I totally appreciate you sharing that. So yeah, any other gems that you want to share as we wrap up? Well, I want to talk a little bit to those folks that are after the six-figure mark in their in their business and they're wondering. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, so like how do they because now once you're at that point, I say six figures just because before then you're learning about lead gen, you're learning how to do sales really well. At that point, you're probably feeling you're you're at the point where you're feeling like I have a lot of business and now I need some help. Like I either need like a little a mini me or I need an assistant or I need an executive assistant. I need a social media person. I need, I just need some help. Like what, what do I need to do <laughs> at, at that point? Right. So what you're wanting to do is take a pause at that moment in your business where you're, where you're starting to feel like I'm making money. It's great, but I need some help. Take a pause in your business. This is a good time to work with someone like myself and start writing down how your systems flow. Like what is your process flow? How do you get leads in the door? How do you do your sales? How do you deliver things? Start writing those things down and then start thinking about of those things, what do I want to turn over to someone else to do? Can I, if I have good enough instructions, can somebody else do my lead gen for me? Like if I give them the content, can they post it for me? Um, can somebody help me with my sales process? Can somebody help me with my onboarding? Can, and how would they take, you want to detail that very well enough so that they can take it and own it. And that's, that's when documenting your systems becomes important for your business is right at that point, you're, above, you're at the point where you're making money, but you're, you're starting to feel overwhelmed and you're feeling like you need some help. Most coaches will say, hire a VA. And that's what people do. And then you hire a VA and you get very annoyed because you start churning through VAs because they don't know what they need to do. You're spending money on them. You feel like you're spending money and it's not paying off. It's because you need to know what your systems are. And that's when I work with, I start working with folks is to help them to document those systems, document that flow so that they can then turn it over to somebody, a stranger that you don't know and have them own that for you and run with it for you. I love that. You're right. Um, I see that happen a lot, especially 
with small business owners. Um, some of my friends who have hired people to help them in their company. And then they're like venting to me about how it's not working and how they're thinking about like firing the person. And I've been mm-hmm. the person to say many times, like, have you set this person up for success? And if you haven't, then maybe go back and start there before you think about whether or not they're a good fit for your company. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times my friends have to admit that like they haven't really set this person up for success and how can they collaborate in a more effective way with their support and then end up keeping the person and they're the greatest asset to their business and they stay with them for years. So yeah, I love, love, love that you share that. And um, tell everybody like where they can follow you online, where they can find you. Um, anything exciting that you have happening this year that you want to share? We would love to hear it. Okay. So this year, what I'm passionate about is helping 100 established coaches break up with being the bottleneck in their business. So if you feel like, you know, like I was talking just now, like you're making money now, but you feel like everything has to run through you and you're stretched really thin, we need to have a chat. Or if you have a team, but you're still in the middle of everything, trying to do everything, we need to have a chat. And the way that you can set up a call with me is by going to Sage Simple Solutions and just clicking on that button in the top right-hand corner to book a call and we start we start talking. Okay, awesome. And then I will go ahead and put that in the description. I want to thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast, for sharing about systems and tools and the difference and for sharing your passion for really supporting entrepreneurs to level up and make six figures and multiple six figures for sure, for sure. Um, I will say that I do have a goal of one day, like being like a six figure entrepreneur. I have no Mm -hmm. idea when it's going to happen or how it's going to happen, but it's super inspiring to hear from people like you who have been able to scale their business work with other entrepreneurs and even just the journey of like getting to where you are now and knowing that you're constantly evolving and figuring out like what's your next level and how to support people at a greater scale so thank you thank you thank you I really appreciate it you're welcome it's been a pleasure Dario all right y'all we will see you guys in the next episode bye